It's time for Spotlight on KRWC. Each third Wednesday of the month, we uh, get caught up on some of the happenings of the Wright County Board of Commissioners. And County Commissioner Mike Ketchmark joins us on this uh, April uh, version of our County Commissioner update. Mike, good morning to you. Yes, sir. Good morning, Tim, and to all your listeners on KRWC today. Good to be with you. Yeah, kind of a reluctant spring here, but hopefully things will get in gear pretty soon. Right. I'm getting used to actually having a window in an office for the first time and looking forward to some bright sunshine days. But that's what I got today is a lot of updates on the new building. Uh, Last time I was on, we hadn't all moved in yet, but I'm getting questions from constituents on where this is at and that, and we've got a lot of new things to share today. Yeah. Well, maybe we can just kind of start with a little overview of how the the overall move went. It was uh, a little bit delayed from what, uh, you know, it was kind of set back by, uh, you know, the supply shortages and things like that. But uh, once the dates got set, I didn't hear of any major glitches in moving. No, I think the moving crew did a great job. They We had to mark all of our property and our offices on where it needed to go, and they were working here all day, every day for several days, and three floors worth of property to get over here. And as far as I know, none of the commissioner's items got misplaced. They did a, a good job. So we got everything going up and running in the new government administration building now, Tim, except for the boardroom. There's still some work being done on audio-video technology. So until further notice, maybe one or two more board meetings and some other assorted meetings will be in that downtown boardroom building. But folks should call or look at the website to see if the meeting that they're interested in is still going to be downtown or in the new building. Because it is a little bit of a nuisance, I have to say, for county staff and commissioners the way it is that we don't have an office over there any longer and no printer and no desk phone. And our county staff has to go over there for a meeting if they got an item and then come back here to the main building to do the rest of the day's work. But what I did have some interest in from constituents is some signage out here around the building to direct people from the highway. So that's been addressed. It was an application process like a lot of things with MnDOT but they approved the signage, so they're going to be ordering and installing them along Highway 55 and Highway 25 so people can find it as they're traveling down the highway. I'll give the address here, and I'll just remind listeners, if you've got a pen and paper, you might want to jot down a couple things we talk about today as far as some directions, some phone numbers, and different things. It'll be a good chance for you to, to get it firsthand from somebody that's sitting in the building here. So the address for this building is 3650 Braddock Avenue, Northeast. Suite 1200 is the commissioner's area, and that's Buffalo. And we're going to have a receptionist in the front of the building, which I think is one of the most important positions in the new building for people when they come in. I don't want people to be afraid when they think about the new building and where they're going to go when they come in. So I think it's important to have a real person up there to answer questions. And I've been up there and heard a lot of the questions. A lot of them revolve around, where do we go for a permit to carry? Well, that's still at the law enforcement center, but on the same compound here, the same plot of ground. Uh, So we send people over there for that. There's a general phone number if people want to call 
for that front desk, which is 763-682-3900. And again, this building is located on the north side of the Highway Department building, and general parking is on the north side of the building. And I'll touch on some other services here in the building that people inquire on is the license office. So when you come in, you go directly west on the end of the hall, and it's important to note that they have their own entrance if you wish to come in that way without. It'll save you some steps depending on where you park from coming in the front. And you can make an appointment for the license office. That's a very popular place for our residents. And the phone number to make an appointment, but it's not necessary, is 763-682-7597, or you can check the website for Wright County and make an appointment there. Another thing related to that is a drive-up window that we have here on the west side of the building that's closest to Braddock, and you can do transactions like tabs and DNR licensing through that drive-up window. Any other more complicated things where you need a photo or something like that, of course, you're going to have to go inside. But there's a lot more room than at the old building. And along with that, there's some lock boxes outside. If you don't want to come in for some other transactions, you can do your license tabs, tab transactions through that box. There's a health and human services box, and there's a taxpayer box if you want to use that for correspondence rather than coming in the building. So as far as the commissioner area, it's kind of interesting, Tim. We have an employee entrance that we come into, and I have to go through six locked doors before I get into my office. Uh, Picture that with a key card and a couple things that you bring to work every day. So it's plenty secure in here. I I like the old place where we could just have walk-in public and employees come in. Employees will be able to come in this area, but... To see the commissioners, you're going to have to call ahead or if you happen to be here for other business, talk to the receptionist and she can try and get a hold of a commissioner. But the way the, the exterior doors are from our area, if we're in our office and you try knocking, we're probably not going to hear. I, I like the other part where it was more uh, public friendly, but it, it didn't work out that way so far. There's, there's other concerns with that. Other services that are offered here that we didn't have at the old building is something called a dental clinic that's going to be ran by a company called CDC, the Comprehensive Dental Clinic. So by a majority vote of the county board, it was approved to have a 6,000-square-foot dental clinic in the lower level of this building. They're going to have 12 chairs, dentists, we've been told, going to be from right out of the dental school. They're going to come out here, and they're going to serve anyone's dental needs, regardless of insurance or not. Uh, The proposed cost for that construction, which is going to be starting soon, is $1.6 million. County staff is hoping to get a grant to cover a portion or most of this. Uh, The rest of it will be covered by the general fund, what's not covered by the grant. So that's available, something we haven't had before. And then Health Partners, which is the same company that county employees have insurance with, is going to have a medical clinic. Well, that's actually up and running now. And again, that was by majority vote to the county board approved to have a medical clinic in the building on the lower level, and they will serve the employees and employees' dependents. It will be staffed by a nurse practitioner or a physician's assistant.
The cost of the staff and equipment will be $315,000 a year. And if we have nine visits a day by employees, that won't cost the taxpayers anything. If we don't have that, then there'll be costs that'll be related to the 315000 Along with that, not separate from that part of the project, but the clinic will offer 41 generic free medications to employees and employees' dependents, and the estimated cost of that, and this is all based on speculation of use, would be six to $8,000 a year in taxpayer dollars for the free medication. The hope is that it will be utilized heavily by the 750 Wright County employees, and of that, something that's interesting is about 300 of those do not live in Wright County. Another building that's of interest, I've had different inquiries and different versions of what people think it's for, but to the southeast of our building here is a, a large pole barn building, and the actual purpose of that building is to hold the Wright County motor pool vehicles. So they are basically your unmarked uh, department vehicles for health and human services and planning and zoning, whoever needs a vehicle to do county business. There's spots for almost 50 vehicles in there, but it's not heated. It's not for county personal vehicles. There's not a top-secret tunnel that goes from our building to that carport building. I, these are all things that I'm just clearing up, Tim, that I've just heard out and about, so it's a good opportunity because people were wondering what that building was for. But it was in a little different position, I think, from what it was originally planned for. But people, you know, they drive around and look at construction sites and they wonder what what the buildings are used for. So that's it on that part. Uh, do you have any questions? Otherwise, I'll give you my phone number if people got questions about this or anything else. is 763-682-7685. Otherwise, on another note related to the fairgrounds, which is located in District 5, I've been told that we have confirmed a bluegrass and old-time music festival that's going to be coming. That should be fun for our residents to go see. I hope a lot of people turn out for that. It's going to be first part of August. You have to keep up or check back for the exact dates. The group has rented the grounds for a, a few to several days, but that's, I think, for setup and cleanup. So I, I can't quote you the days. It's a ways away in August, but we're excited to, to bring that to the fairgrounds for the first time. I was just going to ask you, Mike, about uh, some of the other departments. Now, this is a, uh, the first time in a while that, uh, for instance, uh, human services and public health, those kind of departments are kind of merged back with everybody else. They had been moved out of the uh, downtown into, you know, the old Palmyra building from, for a long, long time. Yeah, that and that's great to have everybody in in one building and, Along with that, I want to tell the listeners, if you call an extension up here looking for a department or a certain staff and you get a recording that says, we're closed due to a move, feel free to call my number and leave a message so that I can track that person down or that office head and make sure that that information is updated because that isn't uh, accurate. Everybody is up and running here, but it, it's easy to, to miss a, a recording. We do it sometimes when you're on vacation. It'll, it'll be behind. You forget to update it. But 
I've had a couple calls where people were told it was closed. Well, they wanted to come up and do some tax transaction or planning and zoning or assessor's office, and it said, you know, we're closed, we're not taking any appointments, and we want to make sure that people know that we're open for business here now, and it'll be great when the boardroom is up and running here, but people can come in anytime and look around. I I tell people jokingly that it won't cost you anything to look around. You already potentially paid for <laughs> for the building another way. But you can, it's, I would guess it's very close to the length of a football field from one end to the other here. And we got uh, the wide stairways and the elevators and all these things. But that receptionist is very helpful. So if people come in that there is, a friendly face to greet them and tell them what direction to go because it it can be overwhelming. What are the thoughts? Uh, I know we talked last time about, um, you know, a tentative open house type situation. What's the word on that these days? Uh, Still in the works, Tim. We want to for sure get the uh, boardroom up and running so that we actually have everything working and available and a large space in the building to hold a lot of people for that, but we're still in talks. I've been pushing the county staff to really lean on these contractors that we paid a lot of money for this building to provide what, what they can for for the money that we paid them for the structure here. So that's still in the works, but it'll happen. I just don't have a, a date yet. There's also some space that there's been conversation about potentially bringing a uh, uh, a food vendor of some sort in here that would be available to the public and employees. And I thought it'd be good to take a survey of our employees because they're mainly the ones that are going to use it or not use it if they're not interested. So instead of just taking a chance and pushing something in here, I'd like to hear from our employees, and we're going to do that to see if there is some interest. And I think there will be, Tim, because of the location here. We're not in downtown anymore, and with scheduled lunch breaks, you can – spend half your lunch break driving drive time to and from downtown. And there is a lot of places to go down there, but people got to work within their work schedule. So we're looking forward to see what the feedback is on that employee survey, and we'll see where it goes from there. Very good. And uh, as you say, still probably at least a couple of uh, meetings away, maybe more for uh, the county board meetings downtown, and then eventually uh, everything will be uh, located out at the new building. Right. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And again, people are always welcome, whether it's the old building or the new, to be at these board meetings and show up and show interest. And we like to see a lot of people, if nothing else, reading the official county paper, which this year, once again, it's a bid process, but it's the Howard Lake paper. You go to the back and the fine print and the public notices, and that's where you really if you're not into YouTube or watching the meetings after the fact, that's where you can really read what the board is up to and different discussions and debates about the issues up here at Wright County. Very good. Well, I know uh, two of your colleagues there have, uh, I think it was kind of common knowledge anyway, but they've uh, made it official now that uh, Commissioners Husum and uh, Delayden will not run for re-election, so we're going to have minimum two new faces uh, come uh, the elections this fall. Right. They gave their notices officially, and and that's that's their choice and the timing and whether they choose to run or not. Both have been serving on the board a long time. 
And emphasis on minimum, Tim, at the meeting yesterday, we had a public hearing to talk about the potential redistricting for commissioners in Wright County. That was something that we had to hold a public hearing on that. And I didn't have any feedback in my district from people that were interested in changing the districts, but in another part of the county, there was some interest in changing them. And we have county staff now that is looking at Potentially, I'll use uh, the term horse trading some areas in a different part of the county, such as cities or townships. This is going to probably involve cities most for the most part. And see how the population would line up and potentially switch some boundaries on the east side of the county that could affect at least one more election. But we're waiting for that to get ironed out over the next week or two, and then there will be more to come on, on that districting proposal right and if if i'm thinking of of what i've kind of read on it uh it's the potential of of adding additional is it just the size of the board would stay the same or there's talks of maybe having more commissioners well that's a good question to to work out and the thought now from yesterday's public meeting was to just realign the district lines for now and not add the commissioners because to keep the odd number you can't just add one and have six you have to add two and what we have to also keep in mind is there's costs for each additional election you have to the taxpayers so we gotta weigh the benefits and weigh the public comment and feedback so we're going to extend the public comment to another meeting to get get more of it on this topic and then figure out if it's if it's practical for better representation of the citizens and it was it was really a surprise to me and I think to some of the other board members too that it went this direction yesterday but we'll have to work through it and work with it it's part of the process you can only do this after the census that we have every 10 years and it, we just According to the state's rules and population numbers, we were good with where we're at, but there is an option to change based on public feedback and other factors that might come into play. So we'll wait and see who we have for candidates that come up for the the two spots that have been announced as open, and potentially another one will be up for re-election in November. Well, it'll be interesting to watch, and we'll uh, certainly keep an eye on that. Uh, Mike, I think that's a pretty uh, good overview of all the happenings at the new uh, Government Center building. Everybody kind of settling in. Everybody know where every everything is now as far as the employees? Well, no, I guess I can speak for myself. I haven't had to lay a trail of breadcrumbs yet to find <laughs> the exit, but it's... Uh, it's different. I was only at the other building for a year. Some of the others you can think of for decades, Tim, were in the same office in the same building, yeah. and now they've had to move. So there's maybe more of adjustment for the more longtime employees, but I'm I'm working through it, and it's, it's a nice, a beautiful building, and people, like I said, feel free to come even if you don't have any business and you're anxious to to see it. Nobody's going to chase you out. Feel free to walk through. Yeah, I have not uh, had an opportunity myself to do that, so i got to make a point to to get out there and take a look around one of these days. 
Sure, check in. If there's any commissioners here, if I'm here, stop in and say hello. Sounds great. All right, okay. uh, Mike, we appreciate uh, all the information. And again, your number is uh, direct is what? 763-682-7685. And after I do these, uh, I do get a few phone calls. So I am in the office. Just feel free to leave a message and I'll get back to people. But there are believe it or not, some interest by people, and they do call. So it's uh, not that I'm not going to answer or call you back. Just leave a message. Very good. Okay. All right. We'll talk to you again. Thanks, Mike. You're welcome. Okay. Bye, Tim. Mike Ketchmark, Wright County Commissioner, visiting with us on today's Spotlight for April on KRWC.